Scott. What? What's up? What's your New Year's resolution? Oh, I, I don't do those. Apparently, um, the majority of people don't. I, I did a trivia contest at work um, the other day, and they were saying that only 30-something percent of people do um, New Year's resolutions now. It's fucking boring. What's your resolution? I don't do New Year's resolutions. Fuck you. My resolution is not to have one. Scott, you suck. Jeff, what's your New Year's resolution? I'm, I'm going to make a resolution not to make any more resolutions. God damn it, you guys do not work well with this. I know, I don't know, I don't have any. You suck. Brogan, what, what's your New Year's resolution? To lose 50 pounds. Well, no, that's that's ordered by the doctor. That's not a resolution. It's not ordered by the doctor. It was not ordered by the doctor. That was just, I'm fat as fuck. What? <laughs> Incorporated in 1875, proclaimed as the City of Destiny, Tacoma has maintained itself as the City of Grid. Tacoma kept its in-your-face artistry and individuality that sets it apart from anywhere else in the world. Our never-say-die attitude continues to this day. We are honored to bring to you those who live in Tacoma and its surrounding areas, whose contributions are what bring this city to life. The reputation is real. Welcome to the Grid City Podcast. Here are your hosts. All right, everybody. We're going to get into the meat of the podcast very soon, but this is a very important thing I wanted to talk about because the Grid City Podcast is about Tacoma. We're all about highlighting the cool things that are happening around here. And this is, I think, one of the coolest because light and sound coming together. We got a festival of light art and sound with the Tacoma Light Trail that is happening uh, now through January 19th. And with me to talk about this is Cheryl Rux, a person that uh, lives near me, and I've been very fortunate to be able to uh, see all of the things that she does via her social media. And this has been something that you've been a part of for uh, three years, three years mm-hmm. since the inception of it, really, kind of. Yes, yes. I kind of just saw that it was happening and I'm an artist and had a bunch of light art from Oregon Country Fair installations and contacted Rosemary and said, hey, I have tons of stuff that you can use. Give me a spot. And I love it because the Tacoma Light Trail is all over downtown Tacoma. Yeah. And uh, I I don't even, like, it just kind of came into being in the recent couple of years. How did it come into being? It was one of those situations where during pandemic Christmas, like, everybody was just kind of bummed out. We couldn't hang out with our family. It was dark. It was cold. Like, emotionally, it was dark and cold. And uh, Rosemary had this concept of bringing light art to the public in a way that they could see it without gathering together. And that was kind of like, even as I had a chance to talk with her and we'll talk about the, the, the live event that I was able to attend. Um, But it was fun just to be able to, you know, realize, yeah, you want to still have community, but you had to socially distance at that point because it was in the middle of pandemic. Nobody knew what the hell was going on for the most part. (laughs) And you had to kind of get through all of that and kind of figure out what was going on. And, but you still wanted to experience things and artists wanted to create. And even with uh, the podcast, we had to kind of learn how to, I mean, using, you know, the business term pivoting, we had to go from just recording all of the time in person 
to running online and going through Discord and just, you know, everyone sitting in their own room, but at least being able to have a shared experience. And that's really what this is about. This is true. And scientifically, it is proven that light art, creating light art and viewing light art, especially when it's dark and it's winter, gives you an emotional and mental boost. It is a health thing it's like vitamins you know well and i mean for your soul (laughs) (laughs) vitamins for your soul we get we get we get the uh the seasonal uh affected disorder the sad oh yeah and that's that's real and it's like one of those things where i had a friend who their significant other needed one of those sun lamps oh yeah and this is one of those things where you get to go out there experience um the illumination the brightness in a typically gray and dark time yeah and this is it's amazing because there's all these different art installations. And if you go to Tacoma Light Trail dot org, yep. you can get all the information. You can see what's going on with all of it. And you get to go experience all these different things. And coming up this week is going to be some interesting live events uh, over at the uh, Tolufson plaza yep right across the street from the tacoma art museum Mm -hmm. kind of uh if you walk right out the front doors of the new marriott and there's also an actual light rail stop right there yeah because it's right by uw tacoma and the 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 union the union station and all of that fun area and you can kind of check all of that out and uh friday january 6th and saturday january 7th so it's coming up this week and like in like just a couple of days from 6 to 8 p.m., yep. there will be live events, things going on, live music, performances, a brass band on Friday. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'll be exciting. <laughs> These next two events, we bring in a lot of community uh, groups. So we'll have some like drumming. Uh, there's going to be the Puget Sound Revels, which is a big sponsor of us. Um, they have brought in a lot of good energy. They help with the dragon parades that we do around the neighborhoods leading up to Light Trail, and they help with our uh new year's eve celebration how and did they did that, that how did that go because that was incredible there was like over 500 people downtown wow. so we're really hoping that next year we can do the new year's for sure because that's how we kick off like mm-hmm. trail it starts on the 31st um but get more community involved we're gonna have some more uh lantern making workshops next year leading up to the event so people can bring their own light make stuff from home Come out and and share the experience. So it's not only uh, visually like being able to go and witness these things, but it's also interactive. We have so much participation right now um, on the plaza. We have a candle lit uh, maze. I did that the labyrinth. That's I got really a little. I got a little dizzy. We get some. <laughs> I got a little dizzy doing the sidewalk chalk in there. I'm like, whoa, up and down, up and down, moving around. We've got some nice fire pits that you can stand around and warm. Uh, my Myself, I have set up a prayer flag house, the Peace, Love, and Light Trail prayer flag house, and it's like a lighted tunnel, and we encourage everybody that visits us to create a small flag. We've got white flags, and uh, you know, not that we're trying to surrender <laughs> with our white flags. <laughs> we're, we're zhuzhing them up with some magic markers, and people are leaving nice messages. Mm-hmm. The kids are really, really enjoying that because they get to um, create something and put it out. And fingers crossed, I'm going to find a place after the event that we can um, put that up for a couple weeks cool. uh, where people can at least see it. You know, we'll have it kind of 
lit up and you can view it from the street. And this is really cool too because like you like you mentioned the kids, it's very family friendly. Definitely. It's um mostly outdoors though there are some uh indoor events that are happening yes. uh across. So again like if you go check out tacomalighttrail.org, you can see everything that's going on and you can just kind of witness culture in Tacoma. Yep. Previous podcast guest the uh, Tupac uh, to the Tacoma Urban Performing Arts Center. Yeah, they uh they are going to be doing some. Uh, They're they performing got, this weekend. They are. They're yep. doing that, and so it's kind of cool to be able to see things that we've interacted with, but then also be able to see all new stuff. Oh yeah. And so on the first, uh, after I did my big old coal plunge, and <laughs> I had all the energy I could ever imagine to have, um, we ended up uh, the wife and I had uh, we went down to the plaza. And experienced it and actually kind of ended up being a part of one of the performances. Oh, yeah. The clown just yeah. totally I like, got, put you to work. You, I know. You should get a paycheck for that. I got she called up you to three work. times. <laughs> uh, one of them was amazing because I got to, uh, well, uh, kick her in the butt. She asked me to do so. Uh, yeah. Asked if there was a, a doctor in the house. So I became Dr. Justin for nice. the rest of the performance. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, was able to have some fun with the uh, audience participation aspect of it. And then even after that, there was uh, there was an amazing performance. There was a, a duo who had Leela a... Vision. Yes, yes. Yes. And it was so cool because they had like this double helix pipe mm -hmm. and then uh, other pipes all around it that were uh, illuminated by a backdrop light. And then as it was spinning because it spun. Yep. Uh, they would be hitting the other pipes on the outside to create music. There's they a good video of that on uh, nice. the website, on, on Facebook for sure, because mm -hmm. we were doing some live feeds. So the, the Tacoma Light Trail uh, Facebook page has a really good video of that. And I Excellent. think there's some good video of you with the clown uh Oh, I'm going to have well. to go find that. I'm going to have to go throw <laughs> that around somewhere, post it on some of our social medias too. Yeah. What what really, what inspires you to really be a part of this? Why is this important to you? I I am very community oriented. I'm one of those people that I really like to be involved in my community, but I'm kind of an introvert too. So like I'm like <laughs> the Grinch. I will go out and like find recycly pieces and then go to my little Grinch lair and <laughs> turn off all contact with everybody and like work on some stuff and be like, no, I don't want to talk to you. I'm busy. And then I will come out and be like, okay, everybody, like, I have this thing. Let's all do it together, and it'll be really fun, and we'll put it up. And now I'm tired. Go away. Don't talk to me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going to go make plans for, like, next week. And so that's really fun for me because I get that social interaction that I want and I crave. Mm -hmm. And I get to bring the community in. You yeah. know, I have a ton of friends with kids in the area. I have a ton of friends without kids in the area. But we're all kind of children at heart. And oh, art really brings that out. And so we're able to make components to pieces and put them up and and have fun and anytime you get a kid especially invested into an art piece an installation you're bringing their entire family in because they go home oh, and they tell yeah, mom they yeah. tell grandma and grandpa and then everybody's got to go see it and so you're getting everybody involved and you don't you don't know what's going to inspire a child like We've got the the children the children's art museum the children's museum is like oh, right yeah. right 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 there right, right in the there. corner and so it's like one of those things where you look at that in the Tacoma Art Museum and mm -hmm. even the you know the the Natural History Museum at the Union Station yeah. all these different things all around there and it's you like I said like you bring these children to this you bring them to an event that's fun it's a couple of hours you yeah. can spend as little or as much time as you want there. 
but you don't know what's going to bring them to be the people that they are in the future. This could be a very significant moment. That's basically what happened to me. I remember things that my mom took me to as a young person Mm -hmm. and going, oh, that's a good idea. And going home and trying to mimic that. Yeah. You know, obviously I'm not Dale Chihuly and I can't put giant neon paper clips and ice blocks in the Tacoma Dome. And Did the- you see that back oh, in the yeah. day? I went to that as yeah. well. And this was... And it touched my heart yeah. and made me a light artist now. Like, yeah. what a cool thing. Like, how did he do that? How can I do something like that? And we're really lucky because we are in the age wow. of LED. Like, Dude, it yeah. makes it so much easier. We've got the battery operated. We've got plug-in stuff and instead of trying to like figure out how to make a white light bulb or a green light bulb do all this stuff you get this light bulb that does all this it's a disco ball my house literally like and i've stated this so many times the studio has like every single light in here is an led light i've shown you my rainbow room upstairs like like it's like the led light was the trigger for it oh yeah and then i'm like oh what can i do and it was that same creation i like looked up on tiktok how to make uh the diy clouds yeah and i'm like oh that's easy i can literally do that and that's the same aspect of what's going on with here like with the light trail oh yeah it's easy to create these things and i mean you can get inspired just by looking at what's been going on because you've done uh over the course of the couple of years you've done some really cool installations yeah uh let's uh, i know the hops one was super super amazing oh, i really love that camp one Colvos. that yeah, was such yeah. so camp Colvos is one of our sponsors and last year like in august i was harvesting hops and i'm allergic to them and i oh, broke no. out in a rash and i was <laughs> mad but i think they're beautiful and we live in a beer city like tacoma was built on beer oh yeah and i called rosemary like in august and said i'm gonna do big hop lamps i need a spot and she had me run around to a couple places and camp colvis had kind of just got going and they were it was it was an empty canvas yeah a big giant cavernous empty canvas (laughs) and i was like "Ooh, this is where i want to do this and Matt has been amazing with letting, he really just kind of let me go crazy. Um, and, and Camp Colvo's kind of over the last year turned into my unofficial like light trail office because I could bring people in and kind of show them what was going on and, and have a beer and have a slice and, and then go walk the area and show them where we were going to put up other art. Um, I was very fortunate that they wanted to keep that piece because I had no idea what I was going to do with it after. <laughs> it was supposed to be like one of the large hops and like four of the small ones. Yeah. But I bought several boxes of uh, the large coffee filters and dyed them and then just kept going until I ran out of materials. And I'm really glad that I had a big workspace to do that in. I was blessed that someone gave me their basement to just kind of overrun and make those. Oh, wow. I I made hops like every night after work for uh, two months, like a month, two months. Wow. And so it was it was a long process, you know, because you have to let things dry. It's definitely a, was a patience process. Um, and then my friend Marty Brown, who was on the trail this year, he helped me install it. And that was a harrowing experience. We were there until like two in the morning. Whoa. Giant ladder. But luckily, like I had set it up. I knew kind of what I wanted to do. But when you're when you're doing an installation in a space like you need to scope out your space like you can't just build your art and then hope it fits like you've got to you've got to take that totally so i i spent a lot of time like sitting there eating a slice of pizza and enjoying an old-fashioned and just staring at the pipes on the ceiling like how am i gonna do this this gonna work how am i gonna do how am i gonna get a ladder tall enough to do that and so i was really lucky that that i was able to bribe marty with one of the hops 
lanterns to <laughs> come and help because I didn't have a lot of money to pay somebody and and it was definitely a bonding experience. We'll pay you, know? you in hops. <laughs> Which kind of hops? I let him pick one, and he, he picked one. I'm like, that's not the best one you want, that one. That's, <laughs> that's the best one. Is that here. still viewable at Camp Colvos? It is. It's a wow. permanent installation there. They actually purchased it, was, which was great for me. They purchased the piece, and it is a permanent part of that building until they say otherwise, um, which is really nice because I really had no idea what. <laughs> I was going to do with those hops afterwards. Giving them out for Christmas presents. Yeah, Everyone gets a hops for, lantern yeah, for Christmas know. or New Year's so, or anything. But apparently people <laughs> really like them. So um, I'm hoping to maybe start making and selling them in the future. But, nice. Yeah. But as it stands right now, they're, they're, that's the place that has them. Eleven, uh, eleven. No, what is it? Peaks and Pints has like the original tucked away because I was like, hey, guys, I don't have room for this. And. The Peterson brothers are... They're so amazing. We've they're had, amazing. We've had Justin on a couple of times, especially yeah. with the recent stuff that he's done with uh, the movies, with the, yeah. the, the Avengers movie and the Rainier Beer movie. Uh, both him and uh, Isaac Olsen are just amazing. Like Isaac's my hero. The creative people, <laughs> the creative people in this city. Yep. I, I shouldn't say like that it astounds me, but it does, because I'm just like, you're so used to having a... Uh, the blue collar mindset and everyone sees Tacoma as just kind of that, like we were talking about the longshoremen yeah. and all of the different uh, uh, aspects of just, you know, the, the gritty aspect. I mean, that's why we created yeah. the podcast, but you can see the shine through all of that um, through things like the Tacoma light trail yeah. through the art, uh, the artists and everything that go on through all of this. And like, I just love the fact that people are more than happy to even help out with these. Oh Yeah. And it's like you can do like if you go to TacomaLightTrail.org, you can even you can donate. Yep. If you want to, there's a button right there. There's to a do couple so. ways to donate. You can actually purchase raffle tickets to buy a piece. Oh, yeah. Uh, Stockless Goods, who is another one of our sponsors, they have um, some community stars that we have up that I made. Uh, and Bubble on Pacific Avenue has the other two. And so there are four of these large star lanterns. And when you go and view them on the light trail, you can scan the QR code that every artist gets. You scan that code. It brings up the name of the artist. It will bring up the sound that goes with that piece for the sound trail. And for those two locations, you will get an opportunity to purchase a raffle. And that will give you the opportunity to win those one of the four of the stars. So, yeah, I mean, that's yeah. a great way to do that. And then and also at that aspect, I mean, you're volunteering for this. Other people can volunteer if they want to. If oh, you're yeah. so inspired, if you go and check this out and like, seriously, go. If you can make it on the fifth and the sixth, absolutely. One hundred percent. You get that aspect of it. You get to see this crazy, fun, amazing art. But then also you can see how this inspires you. If you want to be a part of your community, you can do so. You know, whichever way you want to. Some people can't do it monetarily, but right. they want to maybe put in a, a little bit of sweat equity when it yeah. comes into it and help out whichever way you can. Things like this, absolutely. I mean, they're community-inspired, community-created, yes. and it needs the community to continue. Yeah. And so if you can do that, and even so much as just like maybe going onto their social media and just sharing 
the the art that you see there oh, because yeah. it might inspire other people to go and check it out as well. Like share it within the community, however which way you can. Definitely. I mean, I posted on my Instagram page the fact that I got to kick a clown in the butt, <laughs> and uh, people were like, "Wait, what? Where was that?" And then I get to kind of talk about what you, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, social media is really great for it too. Uh, we have a an installation at um, Zeke's that my friend Julia did, and she's running a contest on on her uh, Instagram where if you can guess how many uh, rhinestones she glued by hand onto oh, this giant no. heart, and you get closest to the number, she is going to give you a hand handmade piece of art. So That's amazing, and also that piece is amazing. Gluing rhinestones. Oh my gosh! I, I watched my wife do that. Or was it a wedding? Yeah, I think it was a wedding for her shoes. <laughs> and she did it. And it was just like, after a while, first off, tedious. Yeah. Amazingly mm-hmm. tedious. And then after you get like, you realize you've been doing it for X amount of hours. And you're like, I still have, you know, I might maybe like 30% complete. Yeah. And you got to see it to the end and you're like, cause you can't stop in the middle. You can't right? leave gaps. And if you start out putting them all tight together, you have to finish yeah. that way. You can't yeah. just like run like, Oh, I'm going to leave some space. No, there's a lot of work that goes into art people. And I'm it's sure you nuts. know that, but yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> my friend Chelsea did an installation for us. That's uh, kind of next to the, the, um, UW stairs. She's a, she's a seamstress and she created this light up dress and, sewed all of these Christmas lights, these LED Christmas lights into the bodice of this dress. And I actually got to see like during the process and it's all hand stitched. And, and again, we talked about like, well, maybe I should have left some gaps, (laughs) (laughs) you know, but once you start with all this ambition and you're like, oh, this is no sweat. And then you're like halfway through and you have to continue Mm -hmm. with, with that. And, uh, and it turned out really incredible. Like, I love it. And, and, but I know towards the end, she was kind of going, oh, this is a lot. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> and that's one thing that's fun about Light Trail is, is I, for the last year, I've been talking with different artists, trying to get them involved. And um, I really think if you want to be involved, you need to have a plan for, yeah. for the year because, you know. December sneaks up on us and December's a busy, busy month. Like that's Christmas and everything. So like yeah, I already have yeah. a concept of what I want to do next year, wow. how I want to get the community involved because what I want to do is really ambitious. And instead of me making 50 pieces, if I can get 50 people to, to make each one. make one yeah. piece, mm-hmm. we as a community can create this really, really great installation. Um, it sounds like fingers crossed the Tacoma public library is going to, help us create a space to make this art amazing um and hopefully fingers crossed we'll be able to work with the tacoma creates grant to get a little funding for that the fact that tacoma supports all of this and they have been very enthusiastic i've recently shouted out the uh, library system because they even have you can check out podcast gear yeah like it's like they're really into trying to help to try to help people i mean like the east side community center has oh, yeah studios to help you know, people out. Like if this is something that you want to do, do it and see if it it really is something you want to do. Like keeping art in the city is, uh, like absolutely integral to making a city thrive. Yes. And continuing to do this is why I think that Tacoma can just be as like more amazing than you can ever imagine. 
And we are I, an art town. Yeah. We are an art. We have wonderful musicians that we need to be supporting more of. Like now that you can actually gather, please go and see your friend's band. Like right? support them. They need that. There's so many great venues here. There from- we got good venues. We're getting good venues again. We lost some, but you mm-hmm. know, we're doing that. But but also like right now with, with Light Trail, if you want to go sit with your guitar in front of one of the favorite art spots that you have and do your own pop-up, do it. Because we really want to bring the community out. Don't be scared to to just go and do things. Sometimes it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission, (laughs) especially with art. If you're doing it in a kind way, I'm not saying like go spray paint windows or anything like that. But you know, busking has kind of become a lost art, especially here in Tacoma. Go play your guitar. Go be entertaining. Go sing. Go put on a light outfit and interpretive dance, you know, do something fun. And that is one thing with Tacoma Light Trail that we really encourage is we want you to be the light, like dress yes. up, like make your light suits. Like I, I've been having fun but, just making like, lanterns. And like speaking of like, I mean, we were talking about the rhinestones, but if you've got like one of the, those glittery tops or something oh, like yeah. that, just walking through the lights. Yep. It, it's fantastic. It's amazing. It's really fun. And use your photo ops. Like these are only up until the 19th. So mm-hmm. if you want to like Instagram some stuff, go take those yep. pictures now. This is an Instagrammable experience. One hundred percent. I also want to give a shout out to one of our great um, sponsors, which is the Union Club, because oh, yeah. they have a display this year and they're an amazing co-working space that has been integral to helping us out just like the library was helping you out yeah uh, they've been they've given us recording space they've been super supportive with what we do and they're just flat out amazing because of how much they help out and facilitate small businesses by just giving them a place to have sometimes just a mailbox definitely like, that you absolutely need You're like well i don't want to do this outside of my house yeah <laughs> let's get all of my mail and all that stuff separate on all that aspect but they have great co-working office spaces as well. And the fact that they are participating in this is fantastic. Yeah, that would be a good place to kind of look into to maybe do some workshops next year, too. Yes, I got am a huge event space. Definitely and looking for places to F. do that. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Let's make haunted light art kids. Let's Ooh. do that. <laughs> <laughs> Cheryl, thank you for spending some time with me. Thank you. I'm really happy to be able to share this with everybody. Um, we're going to get you on and know in the future for more artsy farts. Oh, stuff. yeah. Yeah, we've got more stuff coming up and um, we'll be back for next year for this for sure. It's going to be a little different next year um, because the Tacoma, but sorry, the Puget Sound Revels mm-hmm. are really going to be like joining us and, and we're going to get bigger. bigger like, if you know anything better. about the Revels, they are joyous noise. They are a big group. And awesome. so I'm excited to kind of see what happens with us combining forces. Because if it's anything like our New Year's with our brass band and our flaming dragon, Steve LaBarge's big flaming dragon car, that thing is so cool. <laughs> I see like the potential for this to just get bigger. We're in year three and we're already double the size. Yeah, like, so, that's, that's so cool. And it's so amazing to see this. Yeah. Again, check it all out at TacomaLightTrail.org. The links are in the description, so you can all check it out. You and- can print out your map there, too. If you don't want to nice. follow on your phone, you can print out a map, and that'll show you all the locations. It's kind of fun to give your kids a physical map. Yeah. Because kids don't know how to read maps right now, and that's bad. Like, what happens when, you know, technology <laughs> dies, and we need to, like, read maps again? I know. So this is a learning opportunity, parents. There you go. See, look at that. You get to learn, create, and have fun. And uh, now, guys, we're going to get to our regularly scheduled programming. 
We're going to get into it and have some fun with the rest of the people. But definitely check out TacomaLightTrail.org. Check out the trail. Go this weekend, the 5th and the 6th, to go check out the live events that's happening at Tolfson Plaza. Definitely. It's kind of hard to say there, but you know you know where it's at. And uh, let's get into it. Thank you. You could supposed to say diecutstickers.com all the time. Like, that'll be my job in this. I could ask you about your interesting coaster, and you could tell me. I'm drunk. Oh, yeah. You want to roll make this hard? Let's play. All right. All right. Jeff, you started. Are we doing something now? Yeah. yeah. What are we doing? Yeah. yeah. Act like here. Make 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 a noise. Bang bang that bang that against the. Hey Scott, be careful! You about spilled your beer all over my Grit City podcast sticker. Yeah, don't worry, man. They're they're durable. They're made by diecutstickers.com. By who? Diecutstickers.com. How do you get them? Go to diecutstickers.com and tell them the Grit City podcast sent you. Exactly. That's where you can get high quality, durable stickers for any of your needs. Grit City fifteen to get fifteen percent off. <laughs> couldn't come up with it. I couldn't. I was like, oh, we need to put that in. But I couldn't. I couldn't. My brain didn't work fast enough. Can we do it again? This is too much fun, but I'm, I'm a little too tipsy to be doing this. <laughs> Welcome to the Grid City Podcast. My name is Justin. I'm Scott. I'm Jeff, and I'm on my fucking cell phone. <laughs> Excuse me, which way is the Chipotle? Man, I hope Brogan's going to be here tomorrow night because he started a fucking phenomenon trend that's getting fucking dumb. We're well, gonna... He has to. He has to be there. We are straight up going to have Casserole Fest for New Year's Eve. I don't even know what the hell's going on, but uh, today's podcast is going to be super fun because we are going to talk about, well, what's going down for New Year's Eve, what's going down for New Year's Day, and some of that might actually make it onto the show, depending on our levels of intoxication. You can find all of our episodes at GritCityPodcast.com, where you can also find links to our Patreon, which you can just find at Patreon.com slash GritCityPodcast, where you can also get a lot of information and old podcasts, new stuff, all sorts of expressed, personal, amazing things, like stickers from DieCutStickers.com. Sometimes we do, uh, we send out postcards. Uh, We send out little gifties to all our patrons, but they also get special bonuses on our Discord channel, which people are listening to us right now. As we're recording, we have figured out how the stage works, and now people can listen in live and kind of see how it's working in action and then see when uh, Jeff, like, kind of falls off the uh, edge of the cliff there, either by getting pissed uh, because of his technology not working or sometimes not just you can't hear him at all because his technology isn't working. Right. You saw, and even the technology was listening to me earlier. Tech hates you. Like it just straight, <laughs> it like in your house, tech hates you. I don't know if you got to like put on a, a, a tinfoil cap or if you've got to like check for electromagnetic waves. If you've got to smudge your house, have you smudged your house lately? Right. See, I have not. See, this is, yeah. See, I've been too busy. Yeah. Right. See, 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 what happens. Happens. see what's going down with that. So, yeah, you fuck around, you find out. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, hopefully, we'll get all that technology. But, I mean, shit, dude, it's your phone and you sound great. I guess that's the beauty of uh, Discord. People can listen anywhere. So, thanks everyone for listening. Fuck. Right on. Yeah. Um, let's get into some fun stuff right away because, like I said, there should be audio at the end of this episode about the plunge. 
this is the New Year's Day plunge, which is happening 8 a.m. ish at the uh, Sunnyside Beach in Stillicum. And uh, this is for the Puget Sound plungers. You can look up. They have a an event. Well, I mean, if you're listening to this now, you probably have already missed it. But if you're listening to us live, you can go and check out that event. We've been posting it a whole bunch. Um, it's going to be 8 a.m. on New Year's Day. And I'm hoping to be at least one of many of our Grit City podcasters. I mean, there's four of us. so And I know Scott's not. And Jeff, you're not. And so I, I'll no. be the one to uh, get into the water. And I wanna, I want, I'm gonna bring a recorder. We'll see how that works. I might just drop it. But this isn't like one of those polar plunges where you jump off a dock. Um, uh, Renata Rain, who was on a previous podcast, and uh, mm-hmm. props to everyone who uh, listened to that. And maybe we got some new fans on there. Um, but she said that this isn't gonna be a jump into the uh, into the into the into the sound. Uh, it will be a slow walk. With a with a with a speech beforehand, so plan to get it there at eight. She doesn't know how many people are going to show up, and so at that point, we're going to slowly walk into the water. About probably a little bit after that, once she does her speech and the, lets everyone know what's going down with that. So I'm still going to do it. I need a cosmic reset on my life, and maybe jumping into some cold water will be a nice way to start doing that. I know I did get a lot of relief going to the urban float. And uh, so maybe we can see if uh, maybe this cold water will help me out a little bit on that. So uh, let me dink around. There you go. Live podcast recording. Who do we got in the audience? Oh, we do. We've got our good buddy right there. Let's see if I can bring him up. I got to see how this stuff works. I'll I'll do game show music. (laughs) That's not game show music. (laughs) I don't know game shows you want. We're getting Derek. Derek, our... Always geek, not sometimes. He's the always geek. I wonder if uh, we can hear you now, bud. Ah, uh, you should be able to now. Yeah, nice. Welcome to the stage. One of the fun things we do, we do live recordings so people can listen. Caesar was super stoked about that, said so in our text channel. And uh, yeah, Derek, you hit me up because you were like, hey, if you want someone to talk on the podcast, I like to talk. So I'm like, yeah, shit. We know you. No, I felt a little bit uh, jealous at Compton Files hopping in before <laughs> I have more recently. <laughs> yeah, Brandon was awesome, man. He uh, last week's episode was able to talk a little about that. By the way, Brandon, it'll be awesome if you uh, decided to maybe post that on uh, your Compton Files because I know you're back. I've seen you back posting all sorts of crazy weird shit. Oh, my God. Like, there was a whole thing that basically kind of happened around my house uh involving like there was a big news story so there's a place down around by our house called uh called billy b's um nothing against this place this is just where it started uh they uh had an incident outside of billy b's where a man was shooting a gun apparently he was mad about i think maybe a cell phone he lost his cell phone and he was pissed off about that and uh well he was shooting out there people were called he got the hell out of there Turns out they find him sometime later sleeping in his car on Pacific Avenue. They uh, serve a warrant to him, uh, to which he speeds off. They were ready for him to speed off. Uh, so they had the spike strips. So it lasted a little bit. And then he drove around a little bit more. And then he decided to stop because maybe his car couldn't go any farther anymore. And he shot at the cops. The sh- cops shot back. And now he's dead. 
Uh-huh. And this is like, Shit. I could walk to all of these areas too, by the way. Like, all this stuff that we like, like, I was like, damn, that's that's a little too close. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on, but yeah. So, I don't know. The world. Oh, whatever, man. The world I lived in the middle of nowhere, right? And <laughs> yeah. um, I knew too, like, just one day I showed up at work and they're like, oh, you remember fucking Bob and Joe? And they're like, yeah. And he's like, fucking Bob shot Joe in the face last night. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I could walk to all their houses, too. <laughs> God damn. Were they just neighbors? Uh, yeah, they were guys that worked together. They were, uh, maybe it was a lover spat. All that shit's um, it, Well, yeah. I mean, it was a thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then even with, like, I mean, like, I've just been watching a bunch of shit. Uh, since the Compton Files was back, I was looking at the page. And, like, there was a barbecue. And then uh, I noticed that on Reddit, on the Tacoma Reddit, someone's like, yeah, someone lit my car on fire because they thought I owed that, like, Someone that used to live at my house owed them money, but the dude doesn't even live there anymore. But they were trying to send a message, but all the message was was that my car got fired. That's fucked up. The message is I can't use Google Maps. Yeah, like the dude doesn't even live here anymore, and he's like, I'm like, yeah, that kind of fucking sucks. And uh, yeah, so that's uh, 2022 is looking to go out with the blaze of glory, and uh, it's just getting fucking. I don't know, man. I don't know how your guys' fucking 2022 uh, was, but it definitely sucked ass for me. And I guess yeah. everyone else. I mean, <laughs> mine was just like 2021, really. I mean, it was just work. And the highlight is always podcasting with you guys, honestly. Like, it, it really is my highlight. Not to be squishy or anything, but <laughs> um, yeah, I, I look forward to this shit, man. This is This is really, really what I love doing. So everything else is just kind of like working to do this. Yeah. I get that. Even yeah. when I hate doing this and, and I don't do things on time, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's still the the best part of my, the shit I do. So, and I do some cool fucking things. I know you do. <laughs> I know. And all of it's under NDA at some point, like I'm just gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna hash it all out and you're gonna tell everyone how cool you are. Yeah. And Scott- then the men will show up at the house. Oh yeah. But yeah, you're like Jason Bourne though. You'll fuck them up. <laughs> that's not true you'll just fucking you'll get hammered and then you'll just start fucking swinging your arms and then we'll cut scene and then when they come back all the guys will just be laying all out there and you'll be like fuck yeah i just did all of that yeah that's not how it happens i don't know how i don't know how any of it all works i've watched enough fighting with fire chicken and shit and uh uh i still don't know what i'm doing Derek, what up how's your 2022 been uh, you know, 2022 has been all right. Like, you know, you and I have talked kind of offline. I mean, I've talked with all you guys offline. Uh, 2021 was kind of my break from creating shit and mm-hmm. my break from social media. And so, you know, 2022 was just kind of my figuring out what the hell I wanted to do. Uh, I understand that. And I mean, part of that is you've been streaming. You've been streaming with mm-hmm. uh, the old wifey. Uh, yep, me and Strife, uh, Christina, we've been doing the Twitch stream, getting a bunch of love and support from the GCP Discord as well, the GCP gamers. So that's been really cool. Yeah, and that's like the exciting part about it too. Also, was the fucking <laughs> I just read the release the Scott files, um, but you know it was cool because even I was able to participate. You guys were playing some game. I don't know. It was around uh, Halloween time, and I just remember this one because I totally derailed you guys. Um, 
just by asking questions in chat. And you guys might have been a little tipsy. I'm not 100 percent sure on that. I don't. Pretty know sure we were. <laughs> and I was yeah, just if like, you, if you hit any of the weekend streams where we're streaming together, we definitely <laughs> had a couple beverages. So I was just like, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. You guys wanted to play a game, and now here I am asking questions, and it was like total just derailment. I'm like, well, yeah, you know, that's the fun part about Twitch. No, and that's that's something that you know I've had to adjust to having done you know podcasting and super highly edited you know, tight stuff, doing stuff live is such a trip because you have those moments where, you know, Justin hops in and he completely derails his questions or like we had another guest or another person in the chat uh, from a podcast that I've been friends with for God, probably six years, seven years at this point who like the co-host I had never once talked to. So that completely derailed me from what I was playing as well. (laughs) That's funny. That's awesome. And I mean, give it fun. Give a pro, uh, give a shout out to uh, your channel, man, so people can go check it out if they want to. I know you've posted in uh, our GCP Gamers channel on our Discord, but just in case if they're not a participant with that, they can uh, click on the link uh, in our uh, description. Yeah, so you can find us at twitch.tv slash husband and husband and strife. Uh, we're also on YouTube. We post some of our upload stuff there uh, after the fact at uh, youtube.com at husband and strife as well and i uh yeah i'm gonna have to talk with you because you're coming over to the old the old new year's eve party and uh because i think i'm gonna do some i talked about this last week and scott was drunk enough to say that i was gonna show my butthole or something what oh yeah you were you can't can't do that on youtube that's yeah i'm gonna be streaming on youtube and scott was like oh my god you're gonna be a cam girl and i was like (laughs) no I'm going to do some spoken word and maybe play some games and stuff like that. So I just kind of want to we'll get your see. idea. We'll see how long. For everything. How hey, long. hey, you know Dude, what? We should start a pool. How long it is until Justin's in a half shirt. Dude. Guys, <laughs> hey, if somebody sends me 25 bucks via fucking Venmo, I'll send you a picture of my feet. They're fucking ugly. They're horrifying. But I'll send, I'll send say, you. This, I we're just going to have the GCP hot tub stream is what's going to happen. <laughs> it's it's only get... a matter of time until he starts an OnlyFans. Do you Bro, Brogan has that inflatable hot tub. I bet we can do a hot tub stream. What do you mean you bet? You've already got this written <laughs> down somewhere. <laughs> but anyway, we'll be Part talking your about business that. business plan. <laughs> I wish I fucking had a plan. Oh, my God. But, yeah, uh, super, super stoked to kind of just like you were doing testing the waters creatively and trying to figure mm-hmm. out what I want to do with it all. So, uh, yeah. And we're not, we're not taking it super serious either. Like this is just a creative outlet. I mean, uh, strife and I, we've been playing, I mean, we met talking about video games outside of a goth bar. So, you know, it's just taking that love of video games, our love for each other and the amount of shit talking that you can only get from a married couple <laughs> and just throwing it out there in the world. Yeah, and that's your was... uh, favorite. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, do it. Do it. Go, go for it. Oh, I was just going to ask him what his favorite, co- um, like favorite two games are to play right now. Uh, right now, we're actually really enjoying Goat Simulator Three. <laughs> it's the most fucking ridiculous Wait. sandbox game that Wait, they made I think th- either of us have ever played. They made a third one. I remember the first one. I remember downloading no, the first one. That's that's the beauty of Goat Simulator. It's Goat Simulator Three, but it's the second game they've put out. All right. Okay. Yeah, those silly. So yeah, people. we've been we've been enjoying that. Uh, we've also been oddly enough getting into Fortnite, which is a game that we had shat on for so long until uh, probably about a month ago. Strife was drunk, and she's like, "I've never played Fortnite before," and we got 
her into it. Oh, we got our roommate into shit. it. And we've just been, you know, kicking it on there for an hour or two a night. What do you play Fortnite on? Uh, I play it on my PC. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Like, I usually, like, I mean, I'm, when I'm gaming, I'm usually running stuff on, like, either the X-Bone or uh, my PlayStation. Uh, plus, I like, because I like those games, too. You don't even need to have, like, a PlayStation Plus or a, a mm-hmm. Xbox Live account uh, active to run those games. So that's why I like those, too. But so for some reason, those games, like, I need a bigger monitor because those, like, first-person shooters usually don't bother me on like console on the big tv but if it gets down into the the close-up nitty-gritty i start getting dizzy and shit now man okay well so that's something i mean i don't want to bore everybody listening in on this on the, no, on the tech details of that <laughs> but uh oh yeah coming from you scott you're just as big of a nerd as i am we both know this um no we'll we'll sit down we'll we'll figure it out but nice. yeah it's having to do with messing with your field of view and like uh oh, all the technical shit yeah, all the technical shit that I don't want to bore everybody with. No, at we'll least tell, give people at least if you, if you do if you, if you don't mind, um, at least oh, give yeah. people a couple options to look at if if they do feel sick in first person shooters because I do, um, a lot. Okay. And once I've figured out a few things to change, few options to change, it helped me a ton. So yeah, please tell. People. Okay, yeah. So I I don't know what the actual number is, but you will have a slider called Field of View or FOV. Mm-hmm. Uh, that tends to help a lot of people you can google it and they will give you like the right fov for your size monitor or tv uh there's also settings for like a uh what they call head bob so if you remember playing the old doom or wolfenstein games where your you know gun moves up and down as you're running you can turn that on or off and sometimes that helps people as well that was the one thing that i realized back in the old first person shooter games of wolfenstein wolfenstein 3d obviously for a lot of people was like one of the first uh, fps's for well, around our ages, I would say. And yeah. uh, one of the things that made me sick with that was that the fact that the hand didn't move at all. It was just in the middle of the screen, and it mm-hmm. held the gun, and it would shoot. But for some reason, I would get so violently nauseous watch, like trying to play that game. But like with like Doom and a lot of the later on games where the hand just moved like up and down or back and forth, for some reason, that was enough that I was able just to keep playing. Like it was, It's the strangest thing, and I don't know why that worked. Um, but I don't think it works anymore. Maybe it's because I'm old again. But it's yeah, it's one of those. It's, it's one of those yeah, it's one of those things that, it, like for me, like I can play VR games like Beat Saber and whatnot. But when I yeah. play first person game like uh, you know Half Life Alex or Elite Dangerous things like that, I have to have some point of reference yep. because otherwise I get the worst motion sickness. Yep, that was and it's for me. It's like when I'm not moving, but the thing is moving. Like like. I can yeah. like click to move was fine, but when I tried to play Fallout and use the controller to move while I had the VR on, absolutely like instant sick, done for the day. Like I am useless now for literally the entire day. Yeah, I I made that mistake playing. Uh, I can't remember what it was now, but it was some space simulation game. I was completely fine running around on land doing shit, but once I got in the ship. Yeah, and I was flying up in space. I was doing a barrel roll, and I literally had to throw the headset off before I vomited <laughs> all over my floor. Uh, I mean, I'm laughing, but I'm not laughing. You know, you know how that goes. Uh, <laughs> You're <laughs> laughing because you've been there. Yep, 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 yep. Um, so yeah, so fun stuff. Check out Husband and Strife. We put up the uh, Eric actually awesomely put up the link right inside of our Grid City Podcast Discord, so you can check that out. 
Another Eric, I appreciate it. He's been right. one of our biggest supporters since we've started. And Eric's doing his own things too, man. So uh, always check out the GCP Gamers. Maybe you can hop on with some people and do some fun stuff and uh, hang out. Uh, another thing also is our shout-outs channel. And I want to give a shout-out to Trixie and the old shout-out who's making our funeral potatoes for tomorrow. Baking the old potatoes for the funeral style. It's not a funeral, but it's a casserole. Very excited for that because we also found out that in Deedy Duty, I'm going to be supplying the casserole Chicago-style Chicago style pizzas from Chi-Town Pizza. Apparently, I'm excited about this. Apparently, we know people that uh, know people. And, uh, well, I mean, I'm still going to go and order them like a normal human being and buy them. But, yeah, no, we might actually be, uh, I think I might want to try to get them on at some point, too. We're going to test out this pizza. Test out these pizzas, see how much we like them. I'm going to get a meaty one. And I'm going to get a veggie one. And that's going to be our casserole submission for the New Year's Eve party. So bring your appetites. Like bring your appetites. So I, I have a question to everybody in, in here. How many of us are going to pass out before midnight because of the amount of casseroles we're eating? Literally, that was what my what Michelle said. She was like, guys, we're not making it to midnight. We're all going to be fucking full of shit. I mean, not full of shit, but I mean, full of pre-shit because it's the, 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 the before shit of gas. I'm not, I'm not selling this correctly, uh, but we will be no. having bellies full of casserole and then we'll probably all pass out. So do you got a, uh, a power nap factored into the schedule for this? <sighs> no, especially not with my wife. Who's like, we got to clean stuff. I'm like, oh, I know, but we don't. I'm, do saying, I'm saying it's part of the party. Oh. Oh, yeah, we could have a nap time. I could just open up the Rainbow Room and everyone go up there and lay down. That'd be some fun stuff. I mean, the Rainbow Room is probably going to be open anyway. Maybe maybe we'll do some smoking up there. You know, I've been up, like, I've been at your place a handful of times. I have never once stepped foot in that Rainbow Room. Every time I see a picture of it, it just seems like an entirely different world. Every time, every time I add something, I say it's its final form, and yet somehow I find something else to add to it. Um, so we'll see what's going on, but yeah, no, it'll be open. You'll get to check it out. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. Uh, uh, the last time I, we had people, we had people over for Christmas. So I had some people going up there, uh, and literally like, uh, aunts and uncles or, uh, aunts and uncles in law, I guess. And, uh, like the in-laws and a bunch of, uh, the other family and stuff. And I brought them up to that and they're just like, Wow. Like there was a, I mean, it's like when you show, like, wow. yeah, like when you show a bunch of old people, and then like the the guy uh, who's like my age, and he was just like, he's like, yeah, you don't even need drugs in here, and I was like, well, you don't need them, but I have done them, and then I'm looking at everyone else, and I'm like, oh, hey, everybody, how's it going? But oh, uh, they knew, dude. They knew oh. as soon as they walked in that room. Yeah, the fuzzy rainbow carpet, people. the fucking <laughs> tapestries that change color under LED lights, the uh, the clouds. That I created with LED strip lights and polyfill, the fuzzy duvet. Yeah, yeah, everyone fucking knows, but that's fine. I'm gonna. I want to do like a, a, a an MTV cribs of just like my the bar, the studio, and the rainbow room. But I'm also lazy, so we'll figure some of that out. Maybe that's I'll- definitely where the magic happens, <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, four of us almost died up there. I'd like to right. <laughs> I'm just going to yeah, throw that out there and make sure yeah, I was totally a thing on that one. Yeah. We we definitely almost had the uh fire department called. I feel like possibly 
Like, if anyone would have looked out that one little tiny slit of a window and saw the smoke that was pouring out of that motherfucker. But, you know what? You know what? I was able to get the smell out in just about five days. So, it only smelled a little little resiny for about five days up there. Uh, I have a question for our New Year's Eve uh, party. I was thinking, and I'll put it up to you guys to see if maybe we want to do something like that. We've established, and I think it might have been during that whole ridiculousness, um, that we do have a drink, an official drink of, I think the Grit City podcast is the Black Opal. Um, The official drink of my bar is technically, I guess, the Brass Opal which is just kind of like, well, we had margarita mix or something instead of sweet and sour, and that's how we made a black opal. And that, that's that's drunk uh, Dex. That's drunk me saying, hey, this is how we'll fix this. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know necessarily, but do we want to have, like, I mean, I'm going on a run to get some stuff. I did an inventory of all of my booze, which was fun. I made a spreadsheet and everything. But uh, do we want to, like, maybe have, like, a drink that signifies New Year's Eve for this year? Like, I can get, like, the specific mixers and the alcohol for that? Or do you think we should just drink whatever I've got and just fucking graveyard everything? Um, I say, if it was my party mm-hmm. for New Year's, New Year's Eve, I'd hide everything that was good. And I would leave <laughs> out all the things I had doubles and triples of and all the stuff that I wanted gone. Um, because people are just going to get hammered. Yeah. But that would be my party. I don't think your parties are like that. Um, <laughs> no, I know that somebody cracked into like the uh the good there was uh, a whiskey that was like the good whiskey the last party and somebody cracked that and destroyed that. But also I don't even remember who brought it. Like it was one of those like I don't know how much of my booze I've really actually recently bought other than like the when we did the rum tasting. So I mean I've got a ton of dark rum right now. So I might just, I think I might need to push a rum drink for everyone. Yeah, man, just make one big run, rum drink for the night and call that the, the, the drink of the night. You know what I'm saying? I might, yeah, I might just say that the drink of the night is dark and stormies. We got lots of rum and then maybe I'll just get a bunch of ginger beer. That sure. might be a good call on that because I like them anyway. And I mean, dark and stormy is pretty good for a steampunk bar. So. I think that's what i'm gonna yeah. do there look at me you need one of those um like the dispensers to where you flip the oh, whiskey over and it just sits there fuck yeah and then you can and then you can put that up for whatever you want people to use oh like a jaegerator sure Oof. that works too uh, <laughs> i was that's... just thinking the ones like the like the little flip over ones where you can kind of just go in and get a shot or whatever but yeah yeah, yeah. Is even better right <laughs> i know that shit down. i know i'm just like oh yeah or even just like a big giant uh one of those water container holder thingies and just fill it with whatever concoction now i'm sitting here brainstorming like there's gotta <laughs> be some sort of you know soda dispenser that adds alcohol right can you can you add booze to a soda stream oh for sure why couldn't you soda stream booze as i google it uh can you put alcohol in a soda stream <laughs> yes. uh, adding alcohol in soda stream like rum is not recommended bubbles and yeah, rum they are say one that, way. <laughs> but i've watched youtube videos of people putting fucking milk in it and shit so oh gross why would How'd you that turn out was it delicious <laughs> it's not as well as you expect it to turn out <laughs> that's so fucking nasty 
Was it as creamy as it sounds? All right, get out of here, Jeff. That's nasty. Nasty, nasty. I don't know. Fucking uh, milk. I don't know. Jeez. Um, but you don't like so, milk? Uh, we'll we'll ruminate on that as we're uh, contemplating. If anything <laughs> has, if anybody has a, a better uh, idea for a drink than a dark and stormy, I think that might just be the uh, go to on that. We'll see what's going down. I have a, I have a, a, uh, an idea that probably there's going to be a lot of weird shots being done. Maybe we'll. Ah, oh, I should get one of those. Uh, no, it's too late. I'm like, I should get one of those roulette wheels. It's like I'm not 20 anymore. We don't need to play drinking games. We can just drink. <laughs> you, don't need to. you can just have cards, dude. Oh, I got cards. We got cards. We can do that. Oh, what's shit. your favorite drinking games ever? Like just old school drinking games. Let's just make it real quick because I don't want to get too off topic. Um, favorite drinking games. Oh fuck, I was so bad at all of them. Like I had no real dexterity with like quarters or anything. Yeah. <laughs> like my my favorite one that we played, and it wasn't meant to be a drinking game until you know you're in your twenties. Uh, was a, it's the shittiest board game you could find at Fred Meyer called Pass the Pigs. Oh, yeah! yeah. Two little rubber piggies that you flip and you get points for, like, however they land. Yep. That okay. turned into the best drinking game because everyone gets so fucking invested into it. Those are you, Jeff? Yeah. Yeah, I never played drinking games. and I was never invited. I was like, fucking Oh, now, well, now we makes, have to. Now, now we, we have, have to do to. drinking games. Now, okay. <laughs> now, you know, right now I show up with a pound of weed, and everybody wants to be my friend. That works. <laughs> that works. <laughs> yeah. Also, yeah. Don't forget that we need that for the party. I know. Yeah, I've been rolling some. I got. I got to continue to roll. Oh fuck! Got, there you go. Shit. That's man. what I was gonna do too, Jeff. Is just bring a bunch of joints. We just, you right. know, be, we want to be COVID That's, safe. I mean, allegedly exactly. joints, whatever. <laughs> oh shit! Awesome! It looks like Fred Bowski's going to be coming to the party. Oh, cool! That'd I love him. I want to get him on a podcast again because he's doing comedy again. So if we can get Rusty Good. and Fred together, I mean, maybe we'll talk a little bit like tomorrow. But I just have an actual sit down in 2023 with both of them. Fred's a funny motherfucker, and I like oh, him dude, a lot. So super funny. So yeah, even just hanging out, just like naturally funny. Mm-hmm. He's great, man. Hundred percent, hundred percent, great guy on all of that. I was thinking about drinking games. Sorry, as the aside on that, but no. NorwestCon, we had Brogan can attest to this, and maybe again, we got to get into like the Brogan and Justin files of back in our fucking terrible youths at some point. But one of them was over drinking at NorwestCon, as we were apt to do, and mm-hmm. it Default. was yeah, and it was kind of the pre-funk because we we're trying to get ready for the di- for the night. And that was the night we played Drunk Yahtzee. And yeah. simple rules, simple rules. Normal, or not Yahtzee, not Yahtzee, sorry. We went boring with Monopoly. So we made it interesting oh. with Monopoly because what we said was straight game of Monopoly. We're just getting in here trying to get, you know, a little lubed up for before all the parties and stuff. Anytime you roll doubles, you take a shot. Oh, That night... Well, this was like early evening. That early evening ended with uh, the, <laughs> the Monopoly board stuck to the table, like literally fused to it. Um, there was a Taco Bell fight in the room. Um, so there were Taco Bell splatters against the wall. Um, I think that was the night that one of our friends got 
so drunk he uh he locked himself in the bathroom to puke managed to open the door with his foot and just destroyed the bathroom we got him out of that he passed out on the on the bed that's when i had to call housekeeping to clean up and then when housekeeping showed up he tried to punch you called housekeeping to clean up the mess your friend made yeah and then i left that's the... fucked up. <laughs> then i left your yeah. friend and then I, and then i left the room oh, no. and like, then i left that's, a, that's the walk of shame i went afterwards a, like you yeah. just leave the room and you yeah. come back yeah. four hours later yeah. and hope for the best i went for a walk he was still in there passed out everyone cleared out and that was when he was lying well in to, to the credit he wasn't anywhere near the housekeeping lady when he threw the punch but he was laying on the on the bed and he tried to punch the lady she was on the other side of the room and he punched the trash can but I mean, attempts were made there with that. Uh, so that you was you missed out on Jeff. <laughs> these are yeah, these are the drinking dude. games we played. But yeah, so uh, we'll figure out. We're gonna do a drinking game. We're gonna figure out that. But then I also thought because I got the arcade game, I got the arcade set up. Oh, we yeah. we could do like we could do like I've tried it before with like Shot Fighter. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. where if you win, you take a shot. But then I was just beating everybody, and I, I had took like five shots in a row, and I was like, I got to, I got to retire. Yeah, I I made the terrible mistake again, probably around twenty one, twenty two, of taking D and D nerds and trying to make a drinking game with D and D dice. <laughs> and when both of you end up with like it was a head to head game, and each of us had had ten shots in about an hour. Yeah, that's when I stopped making drinking games. <laughs> So we'll figure something out. But if you guys got any uh, uh, any of your fun drinking games that you've gotten down to, let us know. Shoot us a message in the uh, Discord. Send us an email. Send us a smoke signal. Fuck, I don't know. Uh, we, You know what's funny? Also in our Discord, we also have a New Year's resolution Discord. Um, I decided that I'm going to do one New Year's resolution, and it's a big one. Uh-oh. It's going to be my plunge. So if I miss it, I fucked up for the whole year. But as long as I just do that, then I'm good for the whole year. So that's that's where I'm at. And then, yeah, like. I was looking at that, and if you want to put in any resolutions on that, you can do so. Um, Do we want to take a little bit of a break Uh, and then because I got to poop and then we can uh, come back. Scott has something for a Scott topic that I thought was weird. I do. And then I also wanted to discuss the possibility of maybe of and is it Tacoma, even though I already talked about some Tacoma crime, so we'll see what's going on with that. We'll be back. Hey guys, it's Justin and I'm here to talk about the Union Club down in Tacoma. This is where we do a lot of our recording now and I'm really stoked about this. If you don't know about the Union Club Tacoma, it is a mixed-use project contributing to Tacoma's growing artistic and entrepreneurial community. It combines studio space, co-working space, office space, beautiful common areas, galleries, and an event hall in a 15,000 square foot historic building in downtown Tacoma. This place is beautiful. You heard us talk about it on the Surge Tacoma podcast, part of the Surge Tacoma network. And if you want to work in an old historic building, this is the thing to do. This is it's just amazing. The view is fantastic. Plus, it's a great place for you to get your work done in a casual environment, plus free coffee. If you want information or to request a tour, it's super simple. Just go to unionclubtacoma.com. That is unionclubtacoma.com. All right, we back. Jeff, are you there? 
Jeff is not there right now, so uh, eventually he'll come back and uh, be. Uh, he's not muted, so uh, we'll see what's going on. Scott, are you there? I am here. Derek, are you True. there? Oh, sorry. Wrong name. <laughs> Got a little ahead of yourself. <laughs> We're not there yet. We're going to have to wait and see if uh, uh, if, if Hefe comes back right now. Uh, we'll he see. was just muting and unmuting. So I no know. Going on yeah. His, uh, he's still dealing, uh, uh, dealing with his stuff. Uh, to Compton does say he does hope that everything came out well. And uh, I will give a little heart on that because, yes, everything came out fine. Everything came out well. I'm living the dream right now, and uh, I love it. Yep, yep. Everything's all good in the hood on this on that one. Jeff, are you there again? Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, welcome back, buddy. Yeah, oh, <laughs> this here this is just awful. It uh, this is just awful. <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> you're hard. You're like hardwired in too, right? Well, uh, the the last one I tried, I was so uh, next. Uh, yeah. Next, I'm going to just run like signal tests. My my all my signals is up and everything. It's just um, maybe my bit rate's too high. I need to check the bit rates of, of whatever I'm sending out. Maybe there's a firewall oh. somewhere fucking me up. Yeah, but maybe it's... that is. Maybe you're doing too much and like because uh... you guys were talking about how I would break up all the time stuff too, right? Right. So yeah, you haven't did that in a while. Yeah, maybe that was. Yeah, maybe. It's just a thing. I don't know. We'll technically figure it out and see what's going on with that. But right, yeah. right now, we need to thought do... you guys did that already. Twice. We did. I, I, <laughs> I thought so. Well, at least it's the... I don't think it's the hardware. It can't be the hardware. Yeah. No, man. You just got that stuff, and it sounded great yeah. earlier. All yeah. right. We don't need to go through it. Sorry. Yeah. I, I just... No. Uh, we're, we're in the sorry. weeds on that one, so let's get into uh, something really weird. What is he going to pick? Scott Topics. Now I fucking oh, pineapple shit. so hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, we're not talking pineapple. I know you added that to the end. That's oh. fantastic. I love it. Oh, I didn't, but I can still do it. Now I'd fuck oh. pineapple so hard. <laughs> <laughs> I just God love damn it, that. Justin. Oh, I know, I know, I know, I know. I know. I'm just too much right. right there. So, so you set this up. And I'm not, uh, do you want to send the link into the Discord and I can uh, bring yep. it up? I'm just going to put it right in the uh, main chat. All right. <laughs> so, And I'm going to read the headline. With, well, first off, no. Nope. No, you're not. Uh, you're not going to read the headline. I can't read that headline because it's uh, in uh, Japanese. Right. And it's uh, in parentheses, I want to be an animal. Yep. Dream, That's exactly what you think it is. Oh, no. Dream come true. I became a dog and took a walk outside. Whoa, whoa. That wait, is he a border collie? What Dude. the fuck? <laughs> oh, hello, my name is Toko. My dream of uh-huh. being an animal since I was a little t- child came true when I became a collie. Oh, he's lassie. Following on from last time, I got to enjoy the doggy life this. right here inside my house. He's he's dressed up like a dog and is lying down like I mean, he looks Dude, like he rolls over he looks everything. like is tail he, is what he a, the fuck is he a ro- <laughs> is he a robot no that's a that's a that's a costume dude that's a costume well, it's a costume yeah. oh 100 percent. it looks like yeah. a taxidermy dog that yes. you put robotics into nope that's a dude inside there pretending how to did, be a dog how did you fucking find this it was on uh, the news, man. How was this on the news? Is the news so stopped it? 
there's Dude, no- this guy he spent like uh it was something like 15 grand or something on this costume right he's, he's sitting out on his back little porch does he poop out how there? Cre- how weird does it look it does <laughs> but he's that's, so that's very uncanny valley is what's happening but exactly that's yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. you you nailed it he's so i mean obviously he's very happy that he was able to do this or else you wouldn't sure. do that this is his dream this is his passion i'm not shitting on his dream I'm very confused by it because you kind of understand like at this point, where, where does that go? And okay. I'm going to click on another one of his videos. Cause this is hey, just now, now I'm a little bothered. Cause if you watch his back feet, they're like super tiny compared to the rest of him. That's like, I'm like, how is he positioned in there? Like, does he have tiny arms and tiny legs? Is he a tiny person? Because it looks like dog size. Like, he doesn't look bigger than a dog. He's like, I became a calling and did so. Oh, he, he can shake hands. I found another video. I'm watching this one. And good boy. Yeah, yeah. He's shaking hands. Oh, that's adorable. He, oh, I think, yeah, when he sticks his nose in your crotch, yo, then when it goes too far. Right? Hey, like, oh, no, oh, someone's giving him head pats. And so I'm, like, I'm going to post. Now he's got a harness on. Okay, this has gotten into some weird OnlyFans shit. <laughs> oh, oh, dude, just wait. This, we're not even we're not even getting weird yet. So this I'm going to post a couple links to the company that made his costume and some of the other stuff they make. And check these out, man. If you want to go down a, uh, a so rabbit he, hole. So he did. Yeah, he, he went for tag- a walk. Yeah. Right. Their tagline is we're dog friendly. No, really. Wink. <laughs> wink, wink. Like, there's got to be, like, I guess maybe you, like, found more about him and, like, showed off what he, like, does it, like, show hey. him beforehand? Okay. You know what? In fairness, oh. that wolf costume that Scott linked, I would watch in a horror film. <laughs> Dude, how real like, yeah. does that look? It is super creepy, right? All right. So I did, I found an article on this from the uh, New York Post. This is back. His nickname is Good Boy. A Japanese man is going viral after spending more than 15000 on a hyper-realistic costume so he could fill his lifelong dream of becoming a dog. Uh, he's gotten tons of views. Obviously, we just saw it on that. You found it. You found the company that did it. Uh, and it's, yeah, I'm just trying to see if, like, I, they don't have any, like, before pictures. I just want to know, like, how, like, I want to see, like, can they just do an x-ray? And just to show me, like, I just need to see how it works on the inside. I don't know if that would make it any better. I know, but like, ah, uh, they say that it looks realistic. That it could be CGI. And I'm going to have to say no to that. It does not yeah, look realistic. Yeah. It looks like you stuck fucking Chuck E. Cheese animatronics inside of a fucking taxidermy collie. But at that same point, like, yeah, it was like. How do you even, dude? Have you clicked on any of the links I've posted? Oh, I, I have, unfortunately. Uh, well, I saw, I saw the one you did, but Justin, have you posted on, clicked on them? No. Okay, I'm going to click on the wolf suit. The wolf suit is neat, and you that can see how that one looks hella works. cool. Cause, yeah, because yeah. it has real yeah. eyeballs. Like it. Oh, whoa! I found one that's the the new GCP uh, uniforms. Uh oh. <laughs> oh no! Animal masks of parallel worlds. Oh, dude! Oh, what the fuck with the poodle, man? Like, we gotta get the we gotta get the chicken mask for fire chicken. I feel that that's just like I'd do a GoFundMe for that one. Uh, the poodle I don't like. The pandas are adorable. 
The crow mask is kind of cool. I wonder if the crows in my neighborhood would get pissed off if they saw that. Dude, you'd be the leader crow. Oh, right. Dreams can come true. The elephant one looks (laughs) great because it's like, first off, you know, you know, the trunk's showing. So, you know, you're growing. I mean, it's all good on that. You got to make that happen. You got to go pick up ladies with that one. I don't like any of this, though. Uh, Super creepy, right? Eric P. drops an otter and octopus masks. Mm. Um, I think we should get Jeff an otter mask. Mm, that's would, a hell no. And I would <laughs> definitely love an octopus mask. So, uh, oh, my God. This is so beyond. Like, I mean, I, I can't say that I get it. I understand the want to be something else. Um, and. Ah, how do you the only have one I can really, really get behind, I think, is a rooster. And and the only reason is because I just want to make cock jokes. <laughs> right? Entire time, it's like right? the elephant one was is fucking great. Like, I think the elephant one is hilarious. The octopus one would kind of, I feel, just be like, either like it looks like an octopus is just stuck to your face or your Cthulhu or something, know, you know? I know you yep. were swimming and all of a sudden right up the octopus's ass. <laughs> right shot, doctor. I didn't Crazy get far how enough. real they look. Oh, sorry. Sorry, bro. I, I didn't get far enough into the video, but, like, do you imagine he went to a dog park looking like that? Well, he went on a walk. Yeah. I think he's doing uh, puppy steps. I don't want to say baby steps. but I think like, he's on his knees, on his hands and knees. But how, though? Because, like, like with his like legs tied up like his like because i don't know there's not enough room <laughs> in the leg for him to be on his knees because there would still have to be like did he chop off limbs how far did is there he anything go? that shows him like from the side but also um the ground underneath him like under his belly i don't think there is i think all the shots are from above no, no, no. This, uh, the, the, hold on. I'll find the New York, right. uh, the New York, uh, I'm going back to check. I'm done with that video. Fuck that. <laughs> I think we're way too invested in this guy. I'm I told so you guys bad. it's a fucking rabbit hole, man. You yeah. start looking and then you're like, well, that's so fucking weird. Well, what else right. is there, right? I'm just glad they found their niche, you know? I mean, everybody oh. always looks for a niche. I always, yeah, I haven't found nothing that I could stick with for like freaking forever. Well, Motorhead, I guess that's Oops. my niche. But yeah. Whoops, I don't need oh, to post dude. that twice. There's a side view of him. And you don't see, there's like no magic underneath. Like, is it him or is it just a costume? Is it moving or is it just a picture? It's just a picture. But that's that's yeah. the costume. You look at the face. Man, I don't know. Yeah. like Definitely it's, is on his hands. Yeah, he's he's like, uh, he's like bear crawling, dude. Fuck. See the back, how the back legs are all kind of like lower. Like haunched up. Yeah. Yeah, he's doing like a bear crawl. That's that's gotta hurt, yeah, man. All dogs do that. I can see how you know him dressing up like one is the exact facsimile of how dogs actually feel. Like, yeah, and just think about that. Like, okay, if he wants to be a dog, we're gonna get into it right now. Like, oh shit, here we go. Want, like, so, like dog I said, park. like I said, he's got a fenced off area. He's going to the dog park. Is he sniffing crotches? Is he sniffing other right. dogs' butts? Is he pooping right. in that? Does he have to yeah. get somebody else to cut off his dingleberries? Does he right. go to a vet or does he go to a doctor? These are all. If he's doing these things, like if he is yeah. sniffing dogs, is that shit illegal? Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't, you know I don't think it's illegal. Yeah, I don't okay, shouldn't it be well, I'm just, illegal? Like, there's that, there's that old TikTok video that floats around of the guy who scares the shit out of his cats with a cat mask. Dude, yeah. I want to know how the dogs react to seeing this shit. 
Like, they, like he doesn't smell like a dog, or does he like? Does he coat it in like dog scent? Like you can get deer urine. Like can you get like dog scent? And is it you like can, yeah, you get dog oh. urine anywhere? We had a couple dogs that give you their urine without even asking. <laughs> you know what we should do is we should call one of the dog training experts, like the dog right. daddy or the dog whisperer. <laughs> How do you think they would react if he came at him all aggressive? Right? How does a real dog? All right, that's that's what we need to spend the GCP Patreon on is getting Caesar Milan to come and train that guy. Yeah. Oh, or, or How long not. do you think he'd be in the room? Like ten seconds, right? Fuck. And then he's like, he's like, nope, I'm good. Moving on, I'm out. Nope, not dealing with this. And you just think it's part of a prank show. And we're like, no, we're not pranking. We're really actually kind of confused about this. <laughs> fucking a yeah. whatever oh my god i'd put that motherfucker in a shock collar first thing if he was my dog <laughs> right but he's not I, he's, he's like a and human. i would order it to bark yeah fuck yeah <laughs> you might like that i don't know what yeah, i don't daddy. know what they're into yeah, man <laughs> i don't know and what I'd they're make into the dog call me daddy <laughs> oh wait that would be a dog daddy wouldn't it <laughs> i know jesus christ so scott thanks for that thanks for that fucking eye bleach good you're welcome you're welcome god why did I agree to come on here? I don't know. I, know. I don't know. I don't know. But you know what? Uh, we need to move on from that. We need some brain bleach or something like that. <laughs> it's a coma. Yeah, our favorite game is it Tacoma live from well, I'm in Tacoma. Nobody else is, but well, Derek's in Tacoma too. And Derek, you're going to be our yeah. you'll be our special guest on this one. Is it Tacoma, our favorite game to play, where we find out if one of three stories is from Tacoma? Spoiler alert, one of them actually is. And it's not even just like roundabout on this one. This is one that actually did happen in Tacoma. We're going to go through these headlines, and then our trio of contestants are going to blather on and try to figure out which one they think is from Tacoma. Uh, it's two, Justin. It, um, well, I haven't said them yet so you wouldn't know uh, but they you will be able to pick between one two and three scott is already picking number two caesar in our true. discord is number two derek you can pick true because these are all true stories they came from the news media and i do believe Dude, the you news. won already that's bullshit no it is not winning i'm just saying that it is true it is he while he is correct he has not won yet so let's get to our contestants today. First off, from the lovely area of Puyallup, the inner city of suburban, urban, rural, I don't know what I'm trying to say here. Scott, Scott, how are you doing, oh, Scott? I'm I'm fantastic, Justin. You sound fantastic. You sound like a beautiful, beautiful man. Are you wearing pants? No. I kind of figured on that one. Our next guest, our next contestant is also from Puyallup but from a more rural area in Puyallup, but he does live in a cul-de-sac. Jeff. Yeah, I know, right? I was going to, that was going to be my, my biography that I, I do hold my sack a lot. Well, I mean, I we think were, it comes with age. I was just hoping to talk about your cul-de-sac, not your uh, yeah, holy yeah, exactly. sack. Holding my sack. Yes. Uh, it's a little chilly down there, I'm assuming. <laughs> and also, you got to have warm hands. Oh, my goodness. And also, from Tacoma, because I kind of know where he lives, Derek. I feel dead inside after everything that just happened. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, 
do you dream of being a collie? What animal? If you could be an animal, what animal <laughs> would you be? Like if you could get a $15,000 costume of any animal, but you had to wear it, what would you be? I go with something like a, a hawk with a hang glider, so at least it's somewhat functional. Ah, so you try to fly. See, that was, I had a friend. Either I just plunged to my death, and I don't fair. have to live with it after the fact. Fair enough, fair enough. I did have a friend who said she wanted to be a bird just so she could shit on people, and I kind of understand that. That's uh, a way better answer than I had. We he, could probably do that right now for uh, money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's try not to do that at the New Year's Eve party, everybody. We don't need to worry about that. We not are again. going to talk about the headlines for Is It Tacoma? We're going to start off with our first headline. I hope you are all excited. I am. Excellent. Footprints mm-hmm. in the snow lead police to a man who drove through a fence in a stolen van. Mm. So we have been having snow in this area recently. Mm. Uh, Unfortunately, also 45 other states have been dealing with snow recently. So that really isn't helping that much. Uh, And I'm just going to say that uh, I'll repeat it again for you guys. Footprints in snow lead police to man who drove through fence in stolen van. We got nothing to say about this. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I, 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 who hasn't had to go have the cop chasing them through the fucking snow? I mean, was there two sets of footprints, or was Jesus carrying him in this yeah, situation? Exactly. <laughs> was Jesus the conspirator in this situation? Was he the fucking driver? Uh, the footprints. Jesus, in... take the wheel. <laughs> uh, around. I'm on my second strike. Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> uh. Police officers tried to pull over a white man. Oh, no, sorry, a white van. The vehicle had... Because you know the other thing never happens. Right. The vehicle had a stolen license plate, so instead of pulling over, the driver rammed the van through a business chain link fence, and then he backed into a a police vehicle before driving away with at least one flat tire. He abandoned the running van on railroad tracks and... uh, what an asshole. Yep. He had the poop. Uh, footprints That's in the snow. That's why the commute was late, that uh, motherfucker. Footprints oh, in the good. snow led police to a 40-year-old man sitting on a park bench. Mail belonging to the man was found inside the van, and he was arrested for eluding police, possession of a stolen vehicle, and malicious, malicious mischief. He had his mail in the van? Yeah, the apparently. Fuck? Yeah, I don't know, man. Maybe he had to go pick up his mail. Okay, so there was no catalytic converters in the van, so I'm going to say that's not Tacoma. Fair. That is a fair uh, fair guess on that one. Uh, we'll, let's get to the other ones, but uh, we can uh, decide whether or not uh, what happened with that one. Second one, police searching for suspects who backed car into smoke and beer shop. Mm, they were... Uh, yep, it looks like uh, officers responding to a 911 call when they saw the vehicle crash oh. into... The cigar and beer store. Two men inside the car got out and ran from the scene. No suspects are in custody. An investigation is on the way. This is a, one of those things where it wasn't like an old person. This was definitely one of those smash and grabby sort of uh, things. But, but they ran away, though, right? But they didn't. Did they say they take anything? Did they? Take no, anything? they got caught as they were doing it. 
Or maybe it was just two kids messing around. They're just like, hey, what does R mean, race? So you get in that <laughs> fucker into R and hit the gas. And... They did back right into it, man. And it's right. a it's a nice big old picture right now. I can't show you the picture because it would give it away. But again, who who hasn't backed their car into a fucking strip mall? <laughs> That's kind of a fair question on that one, I guess. I'm Jeff, would you like to share with the group? Oh, man, I got stories when growing up and driving. My parents, God bless my parents and their insurance. <laughs> the final headline, homeless woman is scooped up by heavy equipment machine during a cleanup. Yeah. What was that one again? <laughs> <laughs> homeless woman scooped up by heavy equipment machine during cleanup. Oh, no. Work yeah, crews, I bet you that's scary as fuck. Uh, work crews were helping people ah. to move from uh, the encampment on the city's north side. They did not realize the woman was still in a tent when they began to clean up. Several sources said that a front loader operator began scooping up tents they believed were uninhabited. The operator was preparing to toss the tents into a nearby dump truck. And then they had the fenced off area that was to be cleaned out. Uh, according to the TV station that reported this, the woman began, began screaming as she poked her head out of the tent. She then tumbled to the ground, although it was unclear how far she fell. She declined medical assistance and walked away. Thank God, because usually I don't pre-read these, so that would have been terrible if it uh, would have been anything else on that one. And her head came off. Right. And uh, so, yeah, they uh, that is... She screamed and tumbled out? Yeah. <laughs> Popped her head out of the tent, screamed and tumbled out. So dude, the, I bet that dude was fucking flipping out that was running that equipment. He's like, oh, shit, there's someone just fell out. <laughs> I know, because it's awful because you think those people are on kind of high alert anyway to find bodies. Oh, dude, I'm sure. Right now, that's all I thought was fucking dead body. And that's you're right. Poor, poor person, man. So let's yeah, run down the headlines again. Footprints in snow lead police to men who drove through a fence in a stolen van. Police, police searching for suspects who backed car into smoke and beer shop and and homeless woman scooped up by heavy equipment machine during cleanup is is it one two or three scott three is my favorite i think it's probably two just because that just fits kind of the profile lately um but i'm gonna say three because that's my favorite and fuck it <laughs> that's the spirit jeff I'm going with one. One? The footprints in yep. the snow? Yep, yep. That's oh. my favorite uh that's my favorite Jesus story. All right. Uh, before bedtime. Bedtime. I Jesus see why you're story. doing that. It makes sense though, Jeff, because we don't get a lot of snow here and so people don't know how to act with it. <laughs> that's right. They lose their like, fucking mind. Footprints? Yeah. What the why, fuck? Why would you do any crime when it's snowing? <laughs> like it just doesn't make any sense. Not outdoors anyway. Right? Oh, man. I guess you could do indoor. indoor, But those new track and snow, it's a whole thing. It's a whole right. thing. Oh, so, yeah. you got to get away. So, yeah, you're, <laughs> even if it's an indoor crime, you're fucked. Right? You can't stay there. Right. All right, Derek. All right. As much as I hate to side with Scott on anything, I'm going to have to go number three. Only because they called out the north side. Oh, yeah. interesting. Like, that's a very Tacoma thing. Yeah, but the north side around here, the north end is a little too fancy for that sort of shit. That's true. 
They would. Uh, they, I'm, I'm going to stick with three either way. Fair enough. Is everywhere, man. Fair enough. One, two, three. Number two is from Tacoma. What? Yeah, Jeff, you might have missed the spot where I said Seattle when I was talking about the first one <laughs> on accident. But yes, that happened in Seattle. So did you really say Seattle? Because I missed that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, yeah. Uh, Hawknado caught it. Hawknado even gave it number two. Christina said number three. But yeah, it was definitely not number one. Number two was the smash, and it was interesting too because I'm like looking at this, and I know exact like 100 exactly where this is at too, and it's right by the Tacoma Mall on the ass end of it, the southwest side of it. I've there's right next to it. If you click on the picture, I posted it in the Discord channel. There's an anime store right next to it, and right next oh, to shit. that, and right next to that is yeah. the Circle K. <laughs> so like I know exactly where that intersection is. Yep. Like there's not very many places that have an anime store in the strip mall anymore in Tacoma. So that uh that was super telling on that one. Um I, I blame that one on Jesus also. Yeah, Jesus took the wheel but went in reverse. Yep. yep. That's I, right. I feel you. The third one, I don't know if you can blame Jesus on the homeless woman, the homeless woman in Pittsburgh scooped up by heavy equipment machine. Uh, I went for Pittsburgh because, well, A, Pittsburgh is gritty, and B, this story is is hilarious. So I did have to kind of agree with that. Plus, I was very happy to find out that she did not get hurt. Um, and, yeah, it's a unfortunate thing with the, 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 the houselessness of uh, the situation right. and the way that they do those sort of cleanups. And you're sure. probably right, Scott. The dude probably is fucking, like, not only mortified, but, like, traumatized. I'm sure it's not a pleasant experience right, to be when, running some piece of heavy equipment. And, and then hearing someone scream. Oh, my God. And then, yeah, their head pops out and then they kind of flop out like, yeah. Well, he probably didn't hear the scream because it, they're super oh, fucking loud, right? True, true, oh, true. But she, her falling out, I'm sure he fucking shit a brick. Right? And then everybody like running at him, like like trying to like wave off. No, don't do anything anymore. <laughs> There's still a person there. Oh, my God. Well, and thank goodness she wasn't hurt, right? But listen, man, if you're going to sneak into some chain link off areas and sleep, then, I mean, you have to be prepared. And also, if you hear a bulldozer coming, like, run. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I'm a pretty heavy sleeper. Fair enough. Fuck, man. Yeah, that's just... That's just extra shitting on you that at that point too, you know. Though, like it's just yeah, it's just rough. But uh, yep, that's from Tacoma. That one isn't from Tacoma. The backing into the thing is from Tacoma. Between that and barbecues and all the shootings, there's been a lot of barbecues lately. By the way, lots of cars on fire recently. Don't know what the fuck. Yeah, they had a couple that, in. But... Uh couple in puyallup as well like the south hill there yeah like the what like the one i did mm. find i was yeah. like yeah like that's fucking like there was some sort of weird thing on the reddit finding out about that but uh, stay safe like out cars there catch on fire that shit happens sometimes. that is not, not just that doesn't just happen listen if you're if you got gas and you're like put in your trunk for whatever reason why do you have gas in your trunk for whatever reason i don't know maybe you're taking it, gas somewhere I, and you're just no trying to stay warm during the ice storm uh, did you hear about the dude who had to break into a school? Like, I did read that? Yeah, that like in Buffalo. Yeah, like Buffalo. Like we, like for as much as we were freaking out about what was going to go down with the ice storm and all the snow and stuff around here, 
we got like a very little amount of it compared to like seriously like like over 34 people or i think over 30 i think maybe around 34 people died in buffalo and i was like looking at like the like the shots and stuff of that of just like the outside and it's it's so hard to believe that like six feet of fucking snow is just boom right there. Like for me, I've never experienced that much fucking snow. No, I don't think most people have, dude, honestly. And it was just, I'm just like, holy shit. Like, fuck, man. And that's just, that's just what it is now. I'm sure, I mean, I'm sure it's fucking all the fun climate change, et cetera, et cetera, that we've already ruined our you know, world and, and all that stuff. But at the same point, it's like, man, can you just like hold off? Like, I don't know. But... Give me another 20 or 20 or so years and then fucking all up. After oh my that. God. Right. Like <laughs> at some point we're just going to have to live underground, like mole people. I mean, we'll live like real Probably. fancy technologically advanced mole people, but the, 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 the service is just going to be a barren wasteland of, uh, you better ask the people that are living there now first before you go. Oh, uh, hollow earth, hollow earth. We're going to dig the hollow earth. Let's fucking do it. <laughs> yeah. I think 2023 is going to be the year of the conspiracy. We're going to bring back all of the old fucking ones. We're going to bring back flat earth. We're going to bring back hollow earth. We're going to bring back Sasquatch. We're going to bring back fucking men in black aliens fucking yeah, man, I love all. I love all this. Let's I love just, everything you're saying. Let's just fucking like it's like the end of Cabin in the Woods when all the monsters are just released. Let's just fucking do it all, man. Let's get fucking Godzilla getting hit by a meteor or some shit for 2023. I don't know what the fuck else can happen. I guess that entire great, scene um, is that entire scene is just Scott's wet dream. <laughs> 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 fucking rail guns from the aliens up in the heavens shooting down meteors to take us out. Let's fucking do it. I'm down it. with that. Yeah. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, go back and listen to our uh, episode with Mark Sargent. And uh, if you don't want to, well, I uh, can't blame you on that one either. Uh, I am going to, I think this is a good time for us to wrap this up. Everybody, thank you for listening. Send us your uh, stories about uh, Is It Tacoma. Send us your just random stuff. Send us the stuff about you want us to hear us talk about, whether it be a cool place to hang out, a cool person to talk to, or something fun to do in this local area. We love all of it. And we want to keep uh, keep the dream alive with uh, with Tacoma. Uh, the dream of the 90s is still alive in Tacoma. Fuck Portland. And uh, y'all can listen to us at gridcitypodcast.com. You can listen to us live. And thank you, everybody who has been listening to us live for this entire podcast. Shout out to Caesar, Christina, to Compton, Hawk Nato, Darth Clown, Eric. Thank you, Derek, for coming on and being on the podcast. Give a shout out. Give a shout out to your uh, to your Twitch right now again. Yeah. Yep. Uh, we did take a little bit of a break through uh, kind of mid November through December, but we are coming back after the new year. Check nice. us out. Twitch.tv slash husband and strife. Or if you don't feel like watching live, we do have replays there or we have replays of most of our videos over on YouTube. YouTube.com at husband and strife. Awesome. Thank you so much, man. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Onward and upward to 2023. Send us your New Year's resolutions. And uh, I know you're not listening. If you're listening late, fucking, well, sorry you didn't make the plunge. But if you did make it to the plunge, thank you for plunging. And if you made it to my party, thank you for partying. And I'm going to be hungover for that plunge. I fucking know it. I'm going to be full of casseroles and alcohol. So we're going to see how this is going to work out. Yeah. Thank you guys, everybody, for listening. And stay gritty. 
You've been listening to the Grit City Podcast. Check them out at gritcitypodcast.com. <laughs>